Owls. Welcome to Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Krista. And I'm Rachel. And this episode, we're going to work or having jobs or reading books about people who have jobs. Um, I looked it up because I was trying to figure out how to describe what it is our topic was this week. Workplace fiction is its own oh, thing. There you go. Workplace fiction. Good. It is a real thing. Okay. It is. I was so excited. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, man, this is going to get weird. <laughs> um, so the book that I did, I'm just going to jump right in because I loved my book. I'm excited um, to hear about yours. Yeah. So it was Sign Here by Claudia Lux. And our main character is named uh, Peyote. Goes by Pay. Oh, my God. And he works on the fifth floor of hell. And so how it basically works is like... You come in, like, kind of, like, depending how bad you did or, like, if you sold your soul, maybe, and that's why you are in hell. Like, you are could end like up... the rings? Like, each, like... Because there's, like, no. rings in hell, right? Is each yeah. floor? Or is it, like, more like a hotel style? Where kind of like, more like a hotel style. your way in. Okay. Yeah. Um, they do, like, do bring up Dante at one point, like, about it, because... Basically, like, kind of in the beginning, he's, like, giving us a breakdown of hell, and he's, like, I mean, like, Dante this, the other person, somebody else who wrote about it. And then he goes on, and then at one point he's like, honestly, if you can't follow with your tiny little plebeian brain, I can't help you anymore. And you're like, okay, sorry, bro. I right. don't work in hell. I don't know how things work. Um, here. But down in the lower floors is, like, where they have the belts. And so that's basically, like, where the people who are going to be tortured for all of their lives are, like, on oh. the belt being tortured. So, like, you could be working there. Um, and then you kind of work up. I can't remember what the middle floors are but the fifth floor is in basically like it's in sales i can't remember what their actual like terminology is but they're the ones going out and getting people to sign their souls for favors and stuff um and so they have like an app that they can use basically that like pings when somebody is like asking because like basically what it is right is somebody's like quote unquote praying and they're like oh you know if anybody's out there if anybody is listening and they're like hey i'm here and like so they'll show up on earth and they'll be like oh my gosh are you god and they're like oh i'm here to help like do you want my help or not uh and so the olden days they actually had to like sign on paper and so people were like reading the terms and conditions but now like i said there's a tablet so now they just have to click that they accept the terms and conditions which we know nobody reads so like it's super easy anything in there yeah so they're getting so many souls now like it's much easier than it was before basically uh, and there's just more reason that people would want to do it than maybe before you know um you also like when once you're in hell you don't remember anything from your life on earth oh. um it's kind of like a known thing there's like some people who claim that they kind of remember or there's like a way where maybe you can like try to but it takes like so much work to try and remember that most huh. people by like so many centuries in just forget everything. Like your first century, you could probably remember like, you know, your name, maybe your family, where you live, things like that. But like after that, Same. like it just starts yeah. going because you have to spend so much time remembering at all times, basically. Um, and so Pei is trying to um, basically trying to get a collection, I think is what it's called. So a collection is when you get all of like a family you like sign them all off and so yeah trey's like biggest work the person he hates the most at work is called trey trey already has like three collections at this point or something like that like he's very creepy and weird but also makes sense for hell yeah 
because Trey goes to bars and he like goes when like people are hammered. And so basically he gets a lot of drunkards to sell over their soul, um, which Pei doesn't. He's like, meh, no, like I'm not really into that. I don't really know why. It seems like a great way to up your numbers, but he chooses not to, I guess, you know, I guess he has morals in hell. Yeah, taking advantage of them, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but their boss is named KQ and she's just, she don't give no shits about nothing. It's, I mean, it's hell. So like, she doesn't fucking have to, right? Like, she's literally like, she can say whatever she wants. She's like, there is no HR. So meh. Um, how they explained like the time travel aspect, because hell is like on its own, like time frame. Basically, you just can't go back to when you were alive. You have to go at a time when you were not on Earth. Because um, the kind of concept is that, like, you could potentially go back to when you were alive, convince yourself not to make the deal, and then poof, you would not be, might not be in hell anymore. I mean, if you did, like, terrible things and you were already going, that would be one thing. But, like, if you were, like, but a decent not. person up until mm-hmm. then and you just sold your soul for whatever reason, then you wouldn't have to. So, like, that's that's the reasoning. And then... Time also happens really weird, and it's, like, the same thing. Like, Pei kind of starts to explain it, and then he's like, actually, you know what? No, your brain is small, and you are stupid, and you're not going to understand it. So I'm oh. not going to try anymore. And you're like, fair. Okay. Okay. That, that tracks. Sounds about right. Um, but, yeah, so he has the Harrisons, or the family that he's trying to go, and I believe he has four of the five that he needs. And so he's just waiting on, like, one more, and it could be, like, almost, there's, like, almost anybody, kind of. I don't think it has, I think it just has to be five of a family. I don't think you necessarily have to get the whole family because um, we jump between chapters. So we have like pay chapters and then we actually have some family members of the Harrisons that we go to. And so that's Silas, who is the dad. I can't remember the mom's name. Honestly, I can't actually remember much names after that. If I'm being perfect. Oh, I think Cody is the son. Um, and then oh, I'm flipping through it. Mickey is a younger girl. She's like, 14 or something like that um oh lily is the mom um and pay is like in like a non-creepy way like kind of loves mickey like really like feels for her and like likes to just kind of like check in on her and see how she's doing and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but so you like jump kind of through all of their chapters too and they're going um lily is having an affair you learn this very very early on that's giving nothing away so you're like oh maybe is she gonna get caught and like is that why she's gonna ask to make this deal or is silas gonna find out but that's why he's is he gonna call and ask a deal and ask her because like you can ask for anything right like you could be like oh make her love me and forget that she ever loved him or ever liked him or anything like that make sure that she's faithful for the rest of my life like you can ask for anything at all um and so yeah, so you're kind of going through, and then you go to Mickey, and you're like, oh, I really hope you're not making, like, puberty isn't, like, mean, and that's why you're making a deal with the devil, like, or with somebody in hell, you know? So mm-hmm. you kind of go back and forth trying to figure out, like, what's all going on there. And then Pei just got a new coworker up from the second floor, Calamity. Maybe she's the third floor. Doesn't matter. Either way, Calamity. I love the names. Yeah. They're... Calamity. It's great. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Trey is Trey Hardbody. Oh, my God. Of course. Yeah. Peyote's name is actually Peyote Trip, and Calamity is I think Calamity Trip. Gan. Yeah, Peyote Trip. Yeah. Oh boy. And then I think it's actually like Calamity Gannon or something. I can't remember Calamity's wow, actual last so name. Creative. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah. So she like has just come up here, and Pei is like kind of a little annoyed because he's been tasked with like training her 
Um, but he has like this grand plan that he hasn't told us about, hasn't told anybody about it. Oh. Um, and he's like, oh, well, like maybe like training her will get me like what I need. And you're like, okay, well, what do you need? Like, what is this grand plan that you have? Like, what's going on? I don't know. He, him and Trey and Calamity, the three of them all like have to team up. KQ makes them team up for this one, um, like this big prospect, basically. Mm-hmm. And Calamity does something like totally screws pay over and he's like fuck it i'm done with you like no like fuck off i'm not like you tricked me and i don't like it no but he can't just like give it up he was like i don't give a shit you need to train her and if she doesn't get the numbers that she needs you're going downstairs with her so he's like oh no like i have to help her um and so that's basically kind of like most of and you also do get some calamity chapters too but that's like most of their chapters is like um Pay is trying to figure out how he's going to help and get all these things done with Calamity and everything like that. Um, but then you're also slowly figuring out, like, what Pay's grand plan is and, like, what are all these secrets that he has and, like, what's going on with, like, Silas, does he know? Is Lily going to leave him? Like, uh, Mickey, like, makes a new friend, Ruth, who is a year older and is, like, so full of confidence and it, like, totally, like, brings Mickey out of her shell. It's, so, like that's really awesome to like kind of see that but then at the same time you're like why do i have all these chapters of this child like what is going on like what's happening um but one of the things that i absolutely loved about this book is just all of the ways that are like sprinkled in to remind you that they're in hell like the coffee machine is always broken none of your first five pens work like Um, the details yeah like it's all these little ones where it's like of course you like spilled your entire like soup or whatever like down the front of you and you don't have a change of a shirt like it's just like all of these like tiny little ones like it's always just too hot oh if the music is playing like any radio is playing in your house it's music you absolutely hate like it's so it's just like all of these like tiny littler details and it's so it's well exactly done what it would be like exactly yeah and it's like so well done like there's literally were times where i didn't get it until like the fourth or fifth time that it was mentioned and i was like oh my gosh, it's because they're in hell. Like, that's why. Oh my gosh. Um, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was so freaking well done. There was, like, kind of a twist in the middle that I totally didn't see coming. Um, didn't realize, like, once you, like, you do find out what Pei's, like, grand plan is, like, kind of what his whole secret plan is that's going on. Um, but then you also learn that, like, Calamity has some also plans that she's trying to work out on. And, like, what's going on with that is she actually going to do it um yeah it's just it was so well written it was so much fun to like yeah i loved everything about it even like it sounds the, great like the weird chapters where you're like kind of with a family and you're like this is weird like why i mean other than the fact that like pay is trying to get one of them to basically like call on him um mm-hmm. but then it like it all like still ties together in the end like at one point the three of them pay calamity and trey are like basically they end up having this deal where they can like do this one thing and it will give them 15 souls but pay is like no there's got to be a catch like this seems weird like what's going on it's too good to be true but of course like calamity and trey are like 15 souls like our numbers are gonna look great pays like i don't know guys like this seems weird should we be doing this like yeah and like is he asking like because basically they can do anything but like what this person is asking is like 
a really big stretch. Basically, he wants him to like find something that somebody stole, but he doesn't know anything about this person. And they're like, so we have to figure out who this person is, where he is, and you won't even tell us what it is that he took from you, but we have to figure it all out anyway. And That's so, ridiculous. Yeah, so Pei was like, no, because at first it was just for the one soul. Pei's like, no. We're not going to do it. Bye. And he was like, what if we can give you all 15 souls? And that's when Calamity and Trey are both like, um, yeah, shut up. Hey, like we're doing this. So like, there's like all of this, like office inner working too of like, you know, you kind of have to like work with a coworker that you hate because like they have the thing that you need for the stupid project. And right. like, obviously he can't go to his boss and be like, Hey boss, like I want to deny this cause it's really dumb and hard and like all these things. Um, and like there's times in there where like somebody, you know, ask for something to like never have happened before like let's go back it's like a shooter basically like a high school shooter type thing and they mm-hmm. make a deal that like oh like you know you can go back like none of this ever happened like poof poof everything is back and better all good um but you know he didn't think to like read the fine print or ask to make sure that like he gets to like live the rest of his life and so he gets ends up getting hit by a bus instead because you know he's still like a terrible freaking person he did all these terrible things and he got his redo he just died instead. Like instead of being oh. killed by the police, he's killed by a bus because he's still a tor- terrible person. Um, right. It's like mass shooter person. Maybe he wasn't a teacher. Maybe just a your standard mass shooter. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it's like all those like kind of little like intricacies too of like yeah, you you should read the fine print and like make sure that what you're asking for that you're getting like all of the details what really spelled want. out yeah. on like what it is, what it means, like what's gonna happen next. Don't just like. Yeah, but of course people don't, right? Because they're typically in a panic when they're asking for all of this. So, but no, I cannot recommend this book enough. This is um, Claudia Lux's, it's her first book that she's written. I She's probably an author that is going to be like a guaranteed read. Like I have to know what she does next because it was just so well done. Oh, wow. I don't yeah, five out of five for sure. All of that. Jeez. <laughs> well, mine was very different. Um, yours sounded like funny. I don't know. I did The Undomesticated Goddess by Sophie Kinsella. I don't know if I've read anything by this author before, but I feel like I've seen stuff by her. I don't know. Um, I did an audiobook, but this book was... I don't even know. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to start with that. I really enjoyed it. I I mean, what books don't I enjoy, though? Let's be real. Yeah. Um, I mean, you gave up on that first one, so that one's one you didn't enjoy, I guess. <laughs> there was that. Yeah. I was going to do a different one, but I made it 14 pages in. I could not get past once they described somebody's hands as supple crochet hooks. I don't even know. I'm I can't st- even. I'm still not quite sure what that means. Also, I didn't realize that was page 14. 14. When you- when you told me that you were DNFing it, I was like, oh, that's got to be like halfway. That's not, no, 14. Oh, that book was going to go down Four. real fast. Oh, yeah. They like tried to sexualize everything. I think that's what they were trying to get at. Like they're trying to make it sound like sensual, like they're because it's their hands, right? With the, I don't know, but supple crochet hooks. You crochet lost hooks. me. <laughs> like crochet hooks. I, I don't even know. Anyways, I did not do that book. I did The Undomesticated Goddess, which is about a high powered lawyer in London who gives it all up to become a housekeeper. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it is work related. She's, you know, very career focused. So um, the main character in this book is Samantha Sweeting. So she is like so career focused. I think she's only like 
25, 28. Like she's in her like mid to late twenties. Like she's not mm-hmm. very old, but um, she's going to like she wants to be the partner at her law firm. So she's at like one of the high powered law firms in London. Yeah. But she's like so overworked to the point where like she doesn't take any time for herself. She got like a coupon from a friend to like go get a massage for her birthday, and she realized the day before her birthday that it was going to expire. So <laughs> she was like, "Shoot, I guess I should go do that." So she does that, and you're, like, not allowed to take electronics in for the massage, right? But Mm -hmm. she, like, tucks, like, her BlackBerry and her cell phone, like, into the little pocket in her underwear so that she can, like, keep it with her just in case. (laughs) And she, like, asks the lady to send an email, and the lady was like, do you have any questions for me? She was like, can I send an email real quick? She, like, started thinking about, like, a work thing, and the lady was like, no, you can't have electronics in here. There's no computer in here. You can't do that. And so while the lady's giving her a massage, she's, like, under the table trying to, like, send the email, and the lady, like, catches her. And takes her BlackBerry and then her cell phone starts ringing and she tries to play it off like it's like a lady toy that she brought with her for uh, this experience. Uh-huh. Which is and not any better. Was like, Actually worse, I think. I think it was worse. Yeah, I think that would be she... worse. So Samantha is quite the workaholic. This whole yeah. debacle was like the first part of the book and I thought it was so funny. It kind of sets the tone for the whole thing, really. Mm-hmm. Like she's just like obsessed like, I think that's, like, a pretty common thing, though, for that particular profession to be mm. overworked and, like, doing too many hours and that kind of thing. But she basically, like, keeps telling herself the lie that, like, after this project, it'll slow down, right? Like, mm-hmm. once you graduate from school, you'll find work and then it'll slow down. It won't be so bad. Like, it's that lie I think everyone kind of tells themselves. It's mm-hmm. like, Definitely. Really yeah. Um, but... She goes to work expecting fully to be announced as a partner for her firm, which I think is also kind of silly because, like, you're pretty young. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. She's done a lot of work for them, though. She's been with them for, like, seven years. So she must be, like, late 20s. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, well, maybe she's, like, not a named partner. Like, her name's not on the door, but she's, like, still a partner. Like, that might be a thing. I don't know. I don't know. But she's hoping to get named partner because I think one of the oh, partners okay. is retiring or something. And... um. They find out that she made this huge mistake and lost a customer or client. Client. <laughs> client. I was like, that's not right. Customers. <laughs> it's a client. Yeah. Um, they, she lost a client, 50 million pounds, which, Ooh. I mean, that's not American money, but 50 million of anything is too much. Still a lot. Yep. Whew. Oh, boy. <laughs> so she does not make partner. She's obviously completely embarrassed. She's not sure how this even happened. She found a piece of paper on her desk that said that it was due weeks ago. And then they ended up getting a client into some like trouble contractually. And then it cost a bunch of money and then people had to step in and like pay the fees or whatever. It's like a whole mm-hmm. thing. I don't remember yeah. exactly what kind of law she practices. It sounds like a variety of things. Um, really important law. Important contractual stuff, I guess. Yeah, but like, that sounds right. Big deal. I mean, could you imagine, like, what a scandal, like, at your law firm for somebody who was just about to be named partner to make a mistake that lost one of your clients that much money, especially Mm -hmm. over something like she had the um, reputation for having, like, a really messy desk. So the fact that she missed this piece of paper, she's like, but I have a system. Like, it's messy. I have my own system, though. Like, I don't remember seeing this piece of paper. Yeah, but everyone else is like, no, you're messy and unorganized, and it costs us a client. Mm So it's obviously your fault, right? Yeah. Um, So... Samantha is very upset. She leaves her BlackBerry at home. She gets on a train. 
she, I don't remember where she thinks she's going. Actually, I don't even think she knows if she's where she's going. She just hops on a train and she decides she just like wants to take a little break. Right. She's like, they told me not to come into work tomorrow. Like I'm just, they're going to work everything out and it's going to be fine. Like the insurers step in and like pay for like some of the fees and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. so she's kind of hoping that it's just going to get like sorted out while she like clears her head a little bit and takes a step away from work by leaving her Blackberry. So she can't check her emails. Right. She gets off the train. She has no idea where she is. She's in the middle of like nowhere. And so she comes across this like mansion and she's like, I'll just go in here and I'll ask for like a glass of water and to use their phone. I don't remember if like her phone was dead. I think cause she brought her cell phone, but not her Blackberry. Mm-hmm. Um, it must've been dead. So she goes inside and the people confuse her and assume that she's there to interview for their housekeeping position. <laughs> And, like, she doesn't quite understand. She, like, thinks that she's explained who she is, but they had an assumption of who she was already. So, like, there's just kind of, like, crossed wires. Like, one of those, like, comically, like, you know enough information to know that they're crossing wires, but they don't mm-hmm. know enough information to know that. Yeah, I love like, that trope. So, um, they love her. And that, like, because at a certain point during it, she realizes that they're asking her about this. And she's like, oh, this is funny. I'll just do the interview or whatever. And we'll laugh about it later. Like, I don't want to like make things awkward right now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, I'll have fun with it. Right. Like, I'll just do it. And so she was like, they like ask her like, oh, we'll come up with like what a menu that you would do for like a, a dinner. And she'd gone to like a fancy dinner the day before for work or something. And so she like quickly, like, she's like, let me consult my notes and like pulls out stuff out of her like briefcase. <laughs> and it's like the menu from the night before. And so she like reads it and it's like incredibly <laughs> fancy food. And my you this lady had her housekeeper call and like she had like a new cleaner at her house and they wanted to know like where the vacuum bags were and she was like why does the vacuum need a bag oh my gosh like she doesn't understand like she doesn't know how to do anything she can't cook anything like she can cook toast maybe so like the fact that she's like interviewing to be a housekeeper is like extra hilarious because you know this about her because they yeah. like, laid that groundwork early on mm-hmm. that she's pretty useless. She eats takeout every night, like mm-hmm. so. Yeah, for the job, and she accepts. She's like, you know what? I'll do it. Like, <laughs> sure. I don't. I kind of had to suspend them a little bit of belief. I think to get to the make the rest of the story happen, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like. That seems, like, really far-fetched. She would just, like, play along with it. But she's just, like, feeling so burnt out from work. She was like, that sounds kind of nice, doesn't it? Like, I just Mm. clean the house. She's like, it can't be that hard. She's like, I'll tell them in the morning. I can get through one breakfast, you know? She kind of thinks that she's just going to, like, write it out for, like, a day. Um, Because her phone's dead, right? So she can't talk to anybody at work. She has no idea what's going on. The next morning, she, like, kind of realizes a little bit what, what happened. And she's like, I have to, like do stuff but she's got no idea what to even do um like all the details don't really matter but basically she finally gets in touch with people from work and she's fired like oh she, she got fired like they decided that they just can't keep her on like it's a whole thing they scrub her name from the websites like even the cases that she worked on in the past they scrubbed her name from them like wow it's like a whole scandal in the law world like yeah and they use her name is like a verb for like messing stuff up now so like she finds out all this information and she was planning on just like leaving this place. Right. Cause she's here randomly mm-hmm. as a housekeeper thinking that like, I'm just going to go back to my regular life today. It's going to be fine. And now she's here, but she doesn't know what else to do. So she's just like, I can do this. This can't be that hard. And like <laughs> the lady of the house asks her to um, make sandwiches for lunch. 
And she's like, yeah, absolutely. And she like curtsies because she feels awkward and she doesn't know what to do. And the lady was like, did you just curtsy at me? And she's like, oh no, I made, I made a huge mistake. Like shit. Why did I curtsy? Like, oh my God, they're going to know that I'm fake. And she was like, yeah, Lord and Lady Edgerly that I used to work for, which are just friends of hers. They just happen to have titles. Um, like they liked it when I curtsied and the lady of the house is like, oh yeah, that's really nice. And so she'll like make her do it in front of her friends. Like, you know, oh like, my gosh. so it becomes this whole thing where she can't cook anything, but she's this housekeeper. Right. And so like the sandwiches that she asked her to make, she calls a catering company that first day and she has them deliver sandwiches for like 20 people. And so the lady of the house thinks that she has made like a billion sandwiches and like made all these like little tiny flags. She's like, where'd you even get the meat for this? I don't, I don't remember buying meat. She's like, Oh, it was in the freezer. So like, just, I got all this prime rib out of your freezer. You didn't yeah, know you had it. I thought it and cooked it. It did. Oh my God. In like two hours. Yeah. Uh-huh. But like the gardener is very suspicious because like he was asking her like what vegetables she wanted him to make, like grow. Mm-hmm for like the seasons and things. And he's like, well, I've got to plant like squash next or whatever. What kind do you like? And she like kind of looked at him weird for a little bit. And then he like listed some types of squash and she just like picked one randomly. And then he looked at her weird. So she's like, damn it. He knows. So like the, the gardener kind of is in on her little secret, but he was like, you know, they're pretty good employers. Like they pay pretty well. Like they're nice people. They like genuinely care about me. He's like, it could be worse. And Mm -hmm. she like, doesn't tell him the whole story though. She just says that like, she left a bad relationship because she doesn't want to like get into the whole, like I made a big mistake and I lost the partnership. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. You don't know these people. Exactly. You just met them. So now she's stuck at this place working as a housekeeper and she has no idea how to cook. So the gardener's mom teaches her how to cook. Like it's very (laughs) cute. Like she teaches her how to cook random things. She's like, so what, what's your basic skill level? Like, where are we at? Like, do you make casseroles? Like what, what do you, what do you do? And she was like, I make toast sometimes. She's like, do you boil tea? She's like, no. Like, she can't do anything. But she ends up being this, like, amazing housekeeper. And she loves it. Like, she, uh, her employers think it's her birthday because they call her friend Lady Edgerly to get her reference. And she just, like, starts making shit up when she realizes what's going on. And so, like, but they, like, threw her, like, a little surprise birthday party. And, like, her mom is also, like, a high-powered lawyer lady. So she's never really had, like, family like mm-hmm. like they cared really and like everyone at her work is also you know career obsessed she doesn't really have like any close friends so for her this is like a whole new life change yeah but there's stuff going on behind the scenes with her old job where information kind of comes to light that she finds out when talking to some random people that's like well maybe i didn't make a mistake so it's like what is she gonna do about it like did she make the mistake did someone like set her up because it's like she's questioned this whole time whether she did it or not because she's like mm-hmm. it just makes sense to me like why would I miss that yeah um so it becomes this like very cute like romantic bakery kind of situation going on over here with some like high-powered London drama going on over here so it was real cute I'm gonna give it like four and a half I think the only thing is just that you have to suspend a little bit of belief right there when she's like, I'm just going to pretend to be a housekeeper. I can figure it out. It's easy. Like she's having a breakdown. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's like, Oh, okay. She's officially broke. Snapped. Okay. Yeah. And that's what she's going to do. Okay. We'll see if it works. I mean, I'm not saying that people don't do this. Like I'm sure it does kind of sound nice. Like to have that kind of like, it sounds like kind of cozy, you know, like compared to like a corporate gig, especially the Mm -hmm. kind of hours and stuff she was working. I could totally see why that was like great. Like she gets guaranteed weekends off. Like she just has to do exactly what she's 
told for a little while. She just cleans mm-hmm. the house and then it looks nice and she's done. Like, yeah. So, yeah, so she like, can, like check things off a little box. And I totally get it. It's the whole like stumbling upon an interview and then going, rolling with it. That's the part I don't understand. Like if mm-hmm. she like applied for it or something, I would have been like, yes, totally. I get it. But yeah. like it just stumbled like the happenstance. <laughs> it's a little far fetched, but it ended up being really cute. I, I really enjoyed it. So yeah. four and a half out of five. Awesome. These are both great picks. They both sound funny too. Like yours sounds like it was. Yeah, like it was pretty funny. Kinda. Yeah. So awesome. I don't remember. Oh, uh, cold cases is next. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Well, fictional cold cases, but dun dun dun. Anyway. Um. But yeah, that's it. So in the meantime, Instagram is to pass your bedtime. TikTok is to pass your bedtime. I wow. Twitter. IIPYB underscore pod. This is what happens when I go out of order, y'all. I get super turned around. I get it. Um, but yeah, hit us up there if you got books that we should cover or, you know, if you've read or listened to either of these and you want to chat about them, we are always open to do that. But in the meantime, always. I guess that's it. So we'll talk to everyone later. Bye, everyone. Bye.